Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Raj Sillers. It's so good to have you here. This week, we're talking about thumbnails and the importance of thumbnails and what you can do to improve your thumbnails. And there are a number of things that you can try to help improve the effectiveness of your thumbnails. Now, the basic fact is this. There is not a one-size-fits-all method. However, there are some best practices, and there are things that you can test. Remember, this is the Tube Labs podcast. We're always about testing. We know that not every technique works for every YouTube channel. However, we do have the opportunity to have experts and guests on, and some of my experiences as a YouTube creator in terms of what has worked for me, what does work, what does not, what are those tips and tricks that you can apply and test and see if it works for you. One of the first metrics that we look at when it comes to figuring out if we're improving on our YouTube channel is the click-through rate. How many people out of 100 who see an impression, view the thumbnail and the title of your video, out of 100, how many of them click? And if five of them click, that is a 5% click-through rate. Five people out of 100 impressions. And that's really important because you may have a video on the exact same topic as somebody else, but their video ranks higher or is suggested more in YouTube. People tell you they like your video better and maybe people actually do watch more of your video than the competition's video. However, if more people click on that other video because of the title or thumbnail, most likely the thumbnail, that other video is going to win the competition. Because if your click-through rate is 4% and theirs is 6%, that means there's 50% more people coming to that video than your video. And let's say they watch five minutes of your video and only four minutes of the other video. However, if you do the math, the other video is getting much more of that coveted watch time. Watch time ultimately is what YouTube wants. They want people to click on that video, but they also want people to watch that video. And just because they're watching a little bit more of your video, you have better retention, the click-through rate is so much higher that it just cancels out that little fact. Now, if you both received about the same click-through rate and people were watching more of your video, in that case, you would probably win the battle between the videos. Obviously, there are many different data points that YouTube looks at and considers when suggesting and placing videos in front of an audience. But of course, they're only going to suggest videos based on their watch history. What are the things that that person, that viewer likes to see? And then when it's deciding between two videos, of course, YouTube is going to place the video that is most likely going to be clicked. So hopefully I made the case as to why it's important to have a good thumbnail because you could have the best video, but if nobody is clicking on your video, it doesn't do you or YouTube any good. One of the things that I've been doing regularly is A-B testing my thumbnails. 
And you can do that using TubeBuddy. Now, I really wish that YouTube would implement that feature. They've been talking about it, but they haven't done so. And they may never. Who knows? It's been on the table and it's been off and it's been rumored and then it's not come back. I think it's a really helpful feature. Uh, some people do have it in beta or have had it in beta, just testing it out. But until it's available to everyone, if it ever is, TubeBuddy is certainly your best alternative. Now, I've heard of some other tools out there, but I have not tested them or used them. So for now, TubeBuddy works out pretty well for me. What I may do, because there's been some conversation about thumbnails. You may see a lot more thumbnails that just have text on it or just maybe one word on it. And we'll dig into that a little bit more. But there has been some interesting conversation about switching out your thumbnail with a less branded thumbnail, one that may be focused on a more general audience on the second or third day after your video is launched. And the reason behind this is that the first day your video is launched, your audience is getting notifications. Your audience is seeing your new video in browse features or maybe even suggested. And these people know you, know your branding, know your face. They know who you are. They like you and they follow your YouTube channel. And so they're more likely to click. And having your face specifically or something that they're used to as it's related to your channel is important to have in the thumbnail. However, on the second, third, fourth day and so on, as your audience has pretty much seen the video and YouTube has exhausted your audience, it's starting to show it to people who have never seen your channel before. In that situation, maybe a different style of thumbnail will work better for a larger audience. A style of thumbnail that very well may not have your face on it. And I've been testing this out and it's been really interesting to see which thumbnail ideas have been performing on specific videos. So what are some things you can test in your thumbnails? Now, one thing for sure is you want your thumbnail to be eye-catching. It needs to be related to the topic of the video and it should work with the headline of your video. But, you know, a lot of times I see people putting that same headline in the title of their thumbnail. And as a general rule, people recommend you don't do that. And I'm one of them. Now, if you feel it works better, then test it out. But the thing is, you have to be able to capture people's attention in a very small area. So when I use text, I generally use maybe one or two words. I like to use icons, and in some cases, I certainly like to use my face, especially for those early videos. And one of the things that I've been A-B testing is over the long term, which is better. Videos with my face and maybe a word related to the video, or just the word and an icon and just a lot of bright colors or dark colors or contrasting colors. Again, all things that you can test. But don't ever think that you know what it is. It's always helpful to share a few of your thumbnails with other people. 
Ask them, which thumbnail would you select? Despite the topic, which one gets your attention? The thing is, I have found that it's been kind of 50-50 so far for me. I, I thought it would very much be the case where maybe in the beginning, just as I was talking about before, those thumbnails with my face would be the best in the beginning, but then over time, the ones with just text that describe the video in a bold way or an exciting way, those ones would win out every time in the long term. But that's not the case. There are situations, and it's really, again, been about 50-50. Half the time, the one with my face still wins the day, while other times, it's the one with just text. Now, some YouTubers are using icons. They're using little check marks and arrows and things like that to help enhance those thumbnails. And again, that is something else you should test out. One of the things that I do in the development of my thumbnails is I create a template within Photoshop. So I have many layers available to me with my face, like maybe 20 different pictures of me multiple background layers, all sorts of stuff, different colors for text. So I can just push buttons and kind of create a quicker thumbnail. It, it really does reduce the time process when it, when it comes to creating a good thumbnail. But the thing is, there's also a downside to that because in a way I'm putting myself in a creative box. Here are the backgrounds I use, the colors, the fonts, and the usual expressions of face that I put on, and certain colors for the background that is limited to those 40 or so. But they all work together. And it's important to recognize that once in a while, it might be worth it to totally break away from what you normally do. You may have something similar. Maybe you have some sort of template that you work with, something that you like. But you remember, sometimes what we like is not what the audience really likes. And just because it's your style, that doesn't mean it's going to get the clicks. And if you're more interested in getting clicks and additional views, it really is important to find out what your audience will click on, what your audience cares most about. So with that, sometimes it's worth it just to step away from your normal branding and see what happens. Now, in some cases, it may not work very well at all. And we have to go back to that idea of that original branding with your face thumbnail and then kind of go crazy for the later time frame of your video. There's been some really good videos as of late over on Little Monster Media. I certainly get some of these concepts to test out over there because they've been coming up with some interesting ideas and sharing some of the insights that they have gained, especially because they have kind of a side business making thumbnails for creators. If you'd like to learn more about that, definitely check out the recent podcast with Matt Geelan. Little Monster is his company. But one thing you don't want to do is put yourself in a box. And again, I've set myself up to do exactly that. So I'm every once in a while just starting from scratch, scrapping the whole style that I've been working with and trying something different to maybe get the attention of new viewers. 
I guess where I was going with that is that your viewers very well may be shocked or miss your videos. They won't even realize it's your video and not click on it. So sometimes it can backfire, especially in those first 24 hours. Again, with everything, test it out. After this podcast, if you're interested in another podcast that was recorded maybe maybe about six months ago, it was with Jeremy Vest, and he talks about thumbnails in that interview. And that was pretty good. There's a lot of good tips. One tip that is very common that I hear from a lot of creators is that once they are done with their thumbnail and it's about ready to go, they'll give it a little bit of push of saturation so it pops just a little bit more not only just saturation but maybe sharpen it so if you're using a photo imaging tool that has a saturation option well push up that saturation a little and if there's a sharpening tool sharpen up that thumbnail because it helps to pop off of the page when you do that especially when those thumbnails are small Another trend that I have observed are more natural thumbnails. In other words, action thumbnails from the scenes. And quite often, believe it or not, a lot of YouTubers set up their thumbnails. Those scenes that you see in the thumbnail is actually set up. It's not pulled out of the video. It may represent the video, but they try to create a high-energy, dramatic situation or scene that they can use as the thumbnail. They plan it out during the video shoot or even before the video. So when there's a, an important part within the video, they, make, they may make note of it and say, okay, at the end, we're going to recreate this and create a more exciting thumbnail that people will notice and get excited about in a smaller format on mobile. Another trend worth testing is considering that versus one thing versus the other. Yes versus no. Do this. Don't do that. And again, a lot of YouTubers as of late, I've certainly noticed they've been using just icons. They're not even using that many words and text or anything like that. They're certainly not using real people or real scenes. They're actually just using graphics and icons and illustrations to make their point. And that versus element seems to work really well. Do this, don't do that. I'm sure you've seen that a lot. And the colors that seem to work really well or get people's attention, and there's two sides to this I want to get to, is that the yellows and the bright greens, they seem to get attention. However, bright text on a dark background is also working pretty well for a number of YouTubers too. I certainly recommend that you figure out how much time you're spending on your thumbnail right now and double it. Double the time. You say, well, it only takes me a few minutes to make the thumbnail. Well, a thumbnail really should not be an afterthought, just like the title of your video. You should understand what the title of that video is going to be and then make the video and plan it out at some level. Same with your thumbnail. Now, again, you may say, I, I really do have a good system down to creating a thumbnail. I don't want to change everything, but you can also create multiple thumbnails. And one of the things that I got from Middle Monster, Matt Geelan's latest video, which I thought was really good and is something I've been kind of doing, but he kind of just laid it out, do this, which is when you are creating your thumbnails, create an A and a B thumbnail 
Or when you're showing people your thumbnail versions, maybe take the top two or even three of those thumbnails and have them ready to go. And maybe even an alternate headline. That's another thing you can do, have ready to go. In other words, when you launch your video and it doesn't seem to be doing very well, especially like in the top five, you know how you have on your dashboard the statistics and the ability to see the top 10 videos and how your current video is performing in, compared to other videos during that time frame. And if your video is not performing in the top five, maybe the top four, you might want to make some adjustments. And having another thumbnail at the ready is not a bad way to go. And you very well may also have that thumbnail ready to go after, say, 72 hours after your core audience has already seen your video. Now, put out a more generic or different or exciting thumbnail that is not so branded for your audience, but just trying to get a different audience that may be attracted or a general audience that may be attracted by the thumbnail that's not dependent upon you and, again, your branding. During this thumbnail conversation, it's often brought up the idea of redoing your old thumbnails, and it is a good idea. If you think about it, when you increase your click-through rate from 4 to 5%, that is a 25% increase, a 25% increase in the number of people watching that video that would have before. Now, when you multiply that over video over video, you're starting to get a lot more traffic, which can lead to more suggested videos and to more people watching your video. So if you have a library of videos that has an old style and is still getting impressions. And that's the key. You really don't want to go after those, as we've talked about on this podcast before, those dead videos, those videos that just are not getting any impressions. YouTube has totally given up on this video and is not even showing it as an option. But you do have a number of other videos that are still getting impressions and maybe the click-through rate is still a little low and your current thumbnail style is getting more clicks. Yeah, update those. Again, especially if they're getting impressions. And an impression is an opportunity for somebody to click on your videos. And so if you're getting, even if it's five a day or 10 a day or 20 a day impressions, which can lead to more views. And again, this stuff has a way of snowballing if you do it right. So yes, update your thumbnails and your headlines too, especially if you've become a better headline writer. As I wrap up here, let me run down a list of things you can test in your thumbnails. Color, textures. I put textures in many of my thumbnails, just the light layer of texture so it's not just a solid color. But maybe you want to create solid colors. Maybe you're using textures and maybe solid colors is something you're going to test. Test different fonts. Test size of fonts. Test having you in the photo and you not being in the photo. Test different scenes. Maybe create some scenes from your video. Consider testing more faces in your thumbnail. Maybe two people or three people gets more clicks than just one. Test expressions, test emotion in your thumbnails. 
Do people like you smiling? Do people like you frowning? Do people like you looking directly at them or off camera as in you're in the middle of something? Are you thinking? Try different ways of expressing what is happening in the video. Test using one emotional word or maybe an icon or again, this versus that, us versus them. And while you're showing people examples of your thumbnails, show them at different sizes. You may be surprised that people will say one thumbnail is better than another, but have a completely different opinion when they see the thumbnails larger or smaller. Hey, that's the end of this show. Next week is another solo podcast, but after that, I have a guest, and that guest is actually from my favorite YouTube-related podcast, and it's probably not the one you're expecting. The Tube Labs podcast is hosted at thetubeblog.com. <laughs>